Greetings, and welcome to the Gospel Expedition, where we explore the Gospel from Genesis to Revelation. The Gospel is how Jesus Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. The death of Jesus Christ on the cross for our sins, what that did was it paid the penalty for our sins. Jesus Christ took the punishment for our sins upon himself as he hung on that cross. Therefore, we can stand before God without guilt because Christ has taken that penalty and that punishment upon himself. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is equally important because it is through the resurrection that Jesus overcame death, he overcame the grave, so that we could rise again and have eternal life in his kingdom with him. That is the central theme of Christianity, redemption through Christ Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection, and what that means to us in terms of our redemption, our reconciliation, and even our transformation. That's what Christianity is all about, and the gospel is the central message of the Bible. Every passage of scripture in the Bible either sets up the gospel, explains the gospel, foreshadows the gospel, illustrates the gospel, or actually depicts the gospel being carried out. That is what the, that is what the Bible is all about. Now in Genesis chapter 11, we have the story of the building of the Tower of Babel, a historical event that took place in the Middle East and it is recorded in Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. The Bible says, Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and butumen for mortar. Then they said, Come. Let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth. This story has some pretty amazing gospel implications as we get into it. And as we get into it, we're going to learn a few things. The first thing we're going to learn is that pride leads to downfall. Pride leads to downfall. The second thing we're going to look at today is that brokenness is left behind by sin. Sin leaves behind brokenness. And the last thing we're going to learn is that the only way to God is through Christ. So let's look at this first concept that pride leads to the downfall. In Genesis chapter 11, verse 4, the people say, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. 
Now, this might not sound bad at first glance. In fact, when you look at this, it kind of sounds pretty good, right? The people want to come together. They all want to live together in one city. They all want to live together there in harmony. They want, to, they, they want all of mankind to be together in this one city, this one place, this one language. What could be so bad about that? But there is something amiss about this. There is something wrong with this concept. Otherwise, God would not have had an issue with it. Remember, one of God's chief characteristics is that he is good. We learn that from the creation account in Genesis, which we cover in episode one of the Gospel Expedition, that the creation reveals God's character. And one of the characteristics of the creation is goodness. It's good. God said many times, it is good. And the creation reveals God's character of being good. God is, at his core, good. And so if what was going on in Babel was a good thing, God would not have taken an issue with it because God is good. Their objective, if you read here in the scriptures, was to make a name for themselves and to build a tower to reach into the heavens. So what they're doing here is not necessarily, they're not wanting to get together, to live together in peace and harmony and fellowship in, in the Lord's presence. They're not looking to do that. What they're looking to do is they're looking to build a great city and a great tower that will show how great they can be without God. This is the same thing that Cain set out to do in Genesis chapter 4. After God banished him, we go over this in episode 12 of the Gospel Expedition, how when Cain was banished, he went out to build a city to show God how great he could be and how great his family and his society could be without him. The people of Babel set out to do the same thing. They were setting out to show God how great they could be without him. This level of pride not only leads to selfishness, sin, and destruction, as it did for Cain and his descendants, which ultimately led to the flood, but it also draws God's response as well. God's response here, unlike the flood, God's response here was to show mercy and to intervene so that they could not carry out the evil deeds that they had actually imagined. Sometimes God's mercy is preventing us from making the disastrous mistakes that we have set ourselves toward making. Pride is the root of sin. The pride that the people of Babel are demonstrating here to show God how great they can be without him, that's sin. And pride in and of itself, pride is by definition, the root of sin. It's what led Satan to try to usurp God in heaven. Satan said that he would be like the Most High, that he would ascend above the Lord's throne. And that's what led to Satan being banished from heaven. It's what led Adam and Eve to sinning in the garden. We go over that in a previous episode, how when Eve saw the uh, fruit, that it was pleasant to the eyes and it was good for food, the motivating factor was that it was a tree to be desired to make one wise. The temptation that Satan had put in front of her is, if you eat this fruit, you will not need God anymore. That was what motivated her and Adam to eat the fruit or the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden. Pride. Pride is not self-esteem. Don't mistake the two. Pride is this selfish desire to exalt and glorify oneself over others. And the pride that we're seeing here in the scriptures in Genesis, as we see these early sins that take place, it's a pride to exalt oneself 
over God himself. That's sin. Pride was what led Cain to murder Abel and to subsequently found his godless society. Pride drives the sin of the world. It's what drives the problems you see in the world today. And if we're honest, pride is what drives our personal sin as well. This is something I want. This is something I deserve. Nobody's going to tell me I can't have this. Who is God to tell me that I can't have this? In fact, a lot of people commit idolatry. They invent their own version of God that's okay with the sin that they have in their life because they don't want to reconcile with, with the true God and they don't want to repent of their sin. So they imagine this concept of God in their minds that is perfectly okay with the sin that they are committing. That, by definition, is idolatry, and it leads to a downfall. Pride leads to the downfall. We see that in the Tower of Babel. We see that with Adam and Eve. We see that with Cain. All throughout the scriptures, you see examples of men who were lifted up with pride. It led to their downfall, and that leads to sin, and sin leads to brokenness, which brings us to our second uh, concept we're going to look at this morning, the brokenness that sin leaves. With the Tower of Babel, close neighbors are now unable to communicate, and they are driven away from each other. The languages have been scrambled. They've become geographically separated. The people that had lived together are now separated as a result of their sin. And there's a concept we learn from that, and that sin breaks relationships. It breaks our fellowship and our relationship with God. Isaiah 59 verses 1 through 2 say, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear dull that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Sin breaks our fellowship and our relationship with God, and sin breaks our fellowship and our relationships with each other. You see, sin is a very selfishly motivated thing. It is a thing that puts your pride and your wants and your desires above everything else at the expense of everything else. And it, it oftentimes brings iniquity where iniquity is wrongfulness that you commit toward others. Scripture poses the question, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Sin shifts your focus to self, which hurts your ability to connect with others. You look at the sin that's in the world today, the sin of drug abuse, the sin of sexual immorality, the sin of theft, of greed, of anger, of hate. What are these sins doing? They are creating a very bad situation in which to live, and they're breaking relationships between people who otherwise ought to be friends and brothers and close confidants. Sin breaks relationships, and it leads to brokenness. The nation in Babel was broken as a result of the sin of the men of that day. Sin carries real and severe consequences. And the final thing we're going to look at today is that the only way to God is through Jesus Christ. The people in Babel were attempting to build a tower. Now, when I was younger, I thought they were trying to build a tower to reach into heaven so they could, you know, get that tower tall enough we can reach up into heaven we can just walk right into those uh, to that golden city and meet god on our own terms 
The more I read the scripture and the more I study about it, I don't believe that's necessarily the case. I don't think that they were literally trying to build a tower to reach the front doorstep of heaven. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think they were merely trying to show their greatness without God. Either way, they failed. You cannot access God by building a tower into his heaven. You cannot access God by showing how great you are without him. The only way to enter into God's presence, the only way to receive God's grace and his love and his glory is through Jesus Christ. Jesus asked the question, he said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And the answer is nothing. If you gain the whole world, and lose your soul, you still lose everything. And so top priority should be the salvation of our soul. And the way your soul is saved, and the way to experience eternal life in his kingdom, and eternal blessing, and those things that we crave, is by trusting Jesus Christ, Trusting the work that he did on the cross to pay for your sins so that your guilt could be removed so that you could stand before God with confidence knowing his love and his grace. It's faith in what Jesus Christ did on the cross. It's faith in knowing that Jesus Christ rose from the grave where he ascended to be at the right hand of the throne of God where he ever lives to make intercession for us. That's the only way to achieve what it is we truly want to achieve in this life. Without Christ, we are truly nothing. It does not matter how tall our towers are, how rich our cities, how great our engineering, how great our influence, how many people we know. None of that matters without our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Tower of Babel, it speaks to the concept of pride in the human heart. The human heart, Jeremiah says, is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? You know, you hear th people say things like the heart wants what it wants. And that's true. The heart is prideful. The heart wants self-glorification. The heart wants victories. The heart wants its cake and wants to be able to eat it too. The heart wants glory without having to seek the glory, the only real glory that can come only from God. What the Tower of Babel teaches us is it teaches us that that approach ends badly each and every time. The only way to truly receive blessing, to truly receive glory, and to do so in a way that has an eternal benefit to it, not just a temporary moment of pleasure in this life, but an eternal peace and prosperity in a wonderful kingdom with a wonderful, loving God and Savior, the only way to access that is through repentance of one's sin and repentance of one's pride and faith, that is trust in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and what he accomplished in the gospel. This is the Gospel Expedition. I'm Leland Acker.